Hello, everybody. My name is Kelsey Lowe, and you are listening to Joyfully You Podcast. So there's been so much that's happened since I've been on here last. And so if you guys are tuning in, you haven't heard from me in a while, I'm so stoked to be here today and to share with you the three C's of getting what you want. Because let's be real, we all have these inner desires within us, and we all want different things in our life. But sometimes it doesn't feel close enough, like it's not possible. And there's all these strategies around getting what you want and goal setting, Um, but this isn't so much about the strategies as it is about the emotional intelligence that's backing up what it is that you want. So you're tapped into your goals. Because if you're not tapped in emotionally to what it is that you want, you're not gonna take action. All of those strategies are great if they're used. (laughs) So. The three C's of getting what you want, they're going to be clarity, commitment, and communication. So we're going to start with clarity because it's so easy to fall into a routine, right? Have you guys ever had like a wake up moment where all of a sudden you're like, why am I still doing this when I don't actually like doing this? It's because we fall into a routine of doing it. Even procrastination. Procrastination is a a habit, a habitual thing that we fall into a routine of doing, You're not defined by any one thing in your life. Like even being clumsy. You're not a clumsy person. You have a habit of being clumsy by not being mindful. You're not a procrastinator. You have a habit of procrastinating. You're not depressed. You have a habit of allowing yourself to feel depressed, which maybe that's triggering for some of you guys that have experienced depression. I have as well. And something that would come up for me was I would get on a negative thought pattern and I would keep thinking more negative thoughts and more negative thoughts. I would call it, I call it the rabbit hole. I would go down this rabbit hole and the farther I'd go down, all of a sudden it'd be like, oh, I felt bad yesterday, I feel bad again today. And it became a habit and then all of a sudden it would be a month. And I realized that I'd been moping around for a month because I wasn't changing the pattern and the habit of my thinking. So that's why I say you're not depressed. That's not who you are. You have a habit of thinking negative thoughts that you can't control with your emotions. So whatever it is that you want, maybe for 2019, you want happiness. Maybe you want um, to start a business. Maybe you want to make money on the side, like as a freelance, you know, having basically a side business. Maybe you want a relationship. Maybe you want to have more fun. Maybe you want to move to a different city. You, You get what I'm saying. Whatever you want, find clarity on it. Because it's easy to fall into routine. And when you're in a routine, you're not being the creator of your life. You're just responding. You know what I mean? Like you're not, you're not being conscious about what it is that you want in your life. And in order to do that, it starts with this one question. Who do I want to be today? Because in order for us to get the things that we want and do the things we want to do, we have to set the foundation for who we need to be in order to have those things. Do you need to be courageous? Do you need to be confident? For me, the words that come up all the time is, I need to be worthy and know and believe that anything I want, I'm allowed to have. So that word for me always comes up is worthy, worthy. I am enough. I deserve to have the things that I desire. Maybe you need to be committed. Maybe you start things, but it doesn't ever have a follow through. 
Maybe you need to be kind or compassionate or forgiving. Maybe a source of your unhappiness is coming from not being able to let go of the past. So that's why this question is so imperative. Who do I want to be today? Because the today, your present moment, that's where all your power is. That's where all your power is, is in this moment right here today. Because if your mind is in the past, you're feeling depressed. If your mind is in the future, you're feeling anxious. You are in complete control of this present moment right here, right now. You can't control the future, you can't control the past. So just know every experience that you're having, even if in this moment you aren't feeling good or think you aren't happy with a certain situation, all of these negative emotions or experiences that you're having is helping you gain clarity. And here's why. When you are in a state of really like, I don't like this, I don't want this, you're able to see the contrast of what you do want. If you're like, I don't want this, I don't like that. Okay, well, what do you want and what do you like instead? So every negative emotion gives us, it's like a compass that's navigating us towards what our soul's desire is. Because if we don't feel good, our soul is trying to say, hey, make a change. Hey, something's not working. And so through that experience, you get to ask yourself, well, what do I want? And then be able to navigate and work towards that and creating a practice that's, that is supporting the things that you want in your life by being intentional intentional with who you want to be. Because it doesn't matter what you do at the end of the day, if you're an asshole while you do it, <laughs> you have to focus on who you want to be. Actually, you don't have to. That's the thing. It's always a choice. You can still go back into that routine and just let life happen to you and let your schedule run you without being intentional. That option is always there. Or you could become a creator and the leader of your own life because every experience is a blessing. So who do you want to be today? So that's clarity. That's the first C of getting what you want. Commitment is a word that comes up for me when I'm seeking clarity of setting the stage for who do I want to be today. Committed comes up a lot because it's easy for me to convince myself out of doing the things I say I'm going to do because all of a sudden when the time comes to do it, I'm like, ah, I just don't feel like it. I'd rather do something else. <laughs> so commitment. So when you start to get clear of what it is that you want, your brain naturally is going to start to create a plan. It's like, okay, well, I could do this or I could do that. Maybe this could be the first step. And so what I'm inviting you to really embrace is this idea of being committed to your vision, committed to what you want, committed to those words of the person you want to be, but unattached to how you get there, unattached to how it plays out. Be committed to your vision of what you want to create in your life. But if different avenues and paths come up that are not on your plan, it doesn't mean they aren't going to support you in getting what you want. So I remember sitting um, in a coffee shop and just feeling so anxious. I had so much clarity of what it is I want. I knew I wanted to empower people. And I was thinking maybe retreats is going to be the way in which I can empower people. And I'm having all these expectations in my mind of, okay, this has to happen because I'm so committed to empowering people. But what was happening is I was so attached to the avenue and how it would work, and I was so attached to having it all right now. I was, I was so clear on the steps, but I wasn't being patient enough to let it play out. And while I'm trying to force doing this thing, I'm feeling anxious about it. I'm trying to like push a date to have this retreat in another country. And in the meantime, my mom's inviting me to be a part of this coaching business. 
And I was like, well, no, 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 I don't know if I could do that yet because I'm trying to do retreats because I want to empower people. And she's like, yeah, but you can empower people by doing this too. And so I had to be unattached to the avenue in which I could be able to do my goal, which is empower people. And I get to know that the retreats is still something that I'll want to do. But the avenue of least resistance, not least effort, least resistance, led me to coaching, led me to working with businesses on how to get what you want as a team. So I was still able to get what I wanted and be stay committed, because the second sees commitment, being committed to my vision, but unattached to how I got there. This could be even in the smallest day-to-day activities. Think about when you have to drive to the grocery store. There's probably multiple routes to get there. But can you still get to the grocery store? Yes. So does it really matter which route you take? No. The third C of getting what you want is communication. How do you communicate to yourself and other people? Start to take a mental inventory of the conversations you had today. Were you reciting your problems? Were you saying, oh, I haven't done my shopping yet either. Oh my God, I'm such a bad mom. Oh my God, you're never gonna believe how dirty my house is right now. Oh, it's disgusting. Oh my God, I didn't go to the gym again today. Are you, are you reciting all of your struggles and your issues and your problems and how bad your life is or all the things that you didn't do? Or are you reciting your lessons and your celebrations and talking about the things that are going well in your life and not giving so much attention to the small negativity. So are you reacting to your problems? Are you reciting your problems to anyone that will listen? You know, really think about that, are you? Because if you are a complainer, you probably hang out with a bunch of other complainers because they always find each other. (laughs) They always come together and say, oh my God, that's horrible. Oh, you're never gonna believe what my life is like. Because it's comforting to have other, it's kind of like that misery loves company. We're gonna attract all the people around us that wanna talk about similar things because if someone else is not down to listen to you complaining about your struggles, they're gonna exit the conversation. They're not gonna stick around. You might be able to get other people to hop on that complaining train, but you don't have to stay on it yourself. So take a look around at the people you surround yourself with and the communication happening externally. But then there's also the intrapersonal, the inside your mind. What is it that you're telling yourself? Whenever you think about what it is that you want, what is that little voice inside you saying? For example, I want to lose weight. Is the voice inside saying, yeah, but working out is hard and eating healthy sucks. You know, are you counteracting all the things that you want by talking negatively to yourself? And you don't want to even realize that you're doing it. And so that's why bringing awareness to, well, what is that internal voice saying? Do I believe I actually can do this? Do I believe it's actually possible? What are these beliefs that are holding me back saying? Because we we all have that person in our life that, that told us once we couldn't do something or told us once that we, we, didn't, we weren't that type of person or that th- that idea was stupid, those dreams. So if we're able to notice, okay, wait, I can do anything that I want. I can be a shifter and a mover in today's age, right here, right now. Tell people about your goals. 
Share with people your ideas. Let your inspiration be so enthusiastic that it's just spilling out. Because when you really, really, really commit yourself to the things that you want by following the three C's of clarity, commitment, and communication, things will start to unfold. And that's when it kind of brings us back to that commitment side of being committed but not attached because you might miss something unfolding if you're so attached to the, the plan and like the systematic part of it. So just know anything that you want in 2018, right here, right now, and 2019, is available to you. Anything that you want is available to you, but it's not gonna be Amazon Prime, two-day shipping, or same day show up in the afternoon at your doorstep. That's like, I think the thing that can derail the three C's and derail the things that we truly want is we expect them to happen right away. Look at everything around you in our society. Everything is made to create our life a little bit easier. We have cell phones, we have a little computer in our hand, If we want to listen to a song, we can listen to it instantly. If we want to go shopping, we can do it straight from our phones or we can go to a store. Like everything we want is available to us right now. I could be able to, I'm at my house, but I could be able to go to the store, go to the drive-thru, get food and come back within 15, 20 minutes. I can get food, hot food that quickly. So if every single thing around us is designed to be quick, easy, and fast, and this instant gratification, it makes total sense that naturally we are going to apply that same logic of thinking towards our goals. That's why so many people give up so quickly. They don't stay in it for the long game. They don't stay committed to what it is that they actually want and why. Because it's all about that consistency. Maybe it needs to be the four C's. You know what? Scratch that. This is the four C's of getting what you want. The fourth C is consistency. Staying consistent with pursuing your dreams and knowing that it's not going to happen overnight. If you're really committed to having it and you've gone through the other stages of clarity, commitment, and communication, you're going to get it. It's not going to look like you planned because remember, we can't be attached. (laughs) But you have to be committed to the long game. You have to be consistent in what it is that you want. Because if you're changing, and ideas are amazing. For any of you guys that are big idea people, you're like, oh, I just get excited about this and then I get excited about something else and I don't want to do that anymore. Find something to be consistent in towards getting what you want because this is not an instant gratification kind of a thing. But think about that. The instant gratification, we get gratified, we're excited, and then it fades and we want something different. That's why like apps and games, they don't, like, it'll go through stages where everyone likes it and then they get burnt out by it because they're not gratified by it anymore. They're not satisfied by it. So the same exact thing goes for your goals. If you're not able to keep the satisfaction long enough to keep it going, then maybe you're not being true to what it is that you actually want. Or maybe you haven't, you need to remind yourself of what that vision is and like go through that cycle again of seeking clarity. This is like a circular cycle that you can go through of if you're starting to feel inconsistent, then you need to go back to seek clarity of what it is that you truly want and who you want to be while you do it. Because that's going to, that's, that's like your compass, that consistency of continuing to do it. Because when you say you're going to do something and you do it, your confidence goes up. But if you say you're going to do something and you don't, your confidence goes down. And this can be like a slowly but surely thing. Like success and being able to improve or, or change areas of our life is small incremental changes over time. There is no miracle moment. Small incremental changes over time and 
your habits, your micro habits, that consistency of setting the stage for you to do your work and the, getting the things done that you want to do. Consistency of making time for it. Consistency of telling people and being speaking positive about yourself and your dreams. What you want is available to you. Seriously. But it's not going to look the way you think it does. So focus on those ways of being that you want to create more than those tangible things. I mean, of course, of course, you can get super specific. Honestly, the more specific, the better. Because the more specific, think about this. If you're, if you're thinking and imagining the things that you want in your life and you're visualizing it, when all of a sudden opportunities for that exact same thing comes into your, your path, your experience, your mind isn't quite sure if that, that visualization was a real memory or if it was just a, a visualization that you created in your mind. So what it does is it recognizes, oh, we've been here before. We've done that before. We know how this goes. I succeed. Professional athletes do it all the time. They will visualize getting the goal. They will visualize running across the field and crossing the finish line. They will visualize the plays in between that are happening before the goal. They imagine this, they visualize it. They get into the mindset of meditation by really living it as if it's real life. Because there's all these studies that correlate with your mind not being sure if that was a real memory or not. So if, if it starts to come into actualization, you're like, my, your brain kicks in and says, okay, I know what to do. We've done this before. <laughs> so that's another thing. When you are looking at the things that you want is the part of the communication aspect could be the visualization that you're using to imagine what you want. Are you creating in your mind the worst case scenario out of fear that it might not go well? Or are you visualizing and creating the best case scenario and how you're going to feel when you get it and focusing on the person you need to be today in order to create that tomorrow? Everything you do today affects tomorrow. The, every, every single time that you fail, you actually learn something that didn't work and you have more knowledge now because of it. Like this fear of success and this fear of failing is so real. I, I, the fear of failing held me back in my life for so long that I would only do things that I was absolutely certain that I would do and I would excel in because I only wanted to feel good. I was afraid of the uncomfortableness of putting myself out there at the possibility of rejection or fear that I would fall on my face and lose all my money and not be responsible. I, I for a while, had a fear of money because I was afraid that if I made a lot, I wouldn't know what to do with it. And I used to correlate having a lot of money with having no life and being very miserable because that was, the, that was the experience I had with my corporate job. I had no life. I was always working. I, I was so depressed, but I had so much money. I never had time to spend it. And so I, I, had to, I had to deconstruct that relationship with money. Oh my God, I'm going on such a tangent talking about money now. But when you are getting clear about what you want in your life, keep these four C's in mind. Clarity. Seek it every day. Ask yourself every day, who do I want to be today? Write it on your mirror. Who do I want to be today? Write it everywhere. So it's a constant reminder. Maybe even pull your phone out right now and set an alarm each day in the afternoon or in the morning and say, who do I want to be today? Make that a part of your routine. The second C is commitment. You have to be committed to your vision of who you want to be, but unattached to how it happens. 
Be committed to the destination unattached to the route in which you get there, okay? And then we're moving on to communication. How you communicate to yourself and other people about your current reality in life is so powerful. So make sure when you're talking about your life, talking about the things you want and sharing with other people that you express the best things happening. You, you can be able to, of course, if you're having a bad day, you can express that you're having a bad day, but also express the things you're doing to make it a better day. And think about, okay, if I'm not feeling this way, what do I want to focus on instead? Make sure that the communication that you're creating about your goals and the things you want are supporting the things and the goals that you want. There needs to be a harmony there. And then the last one of being consistent. Be consistent. Those strategies, once you get your mind on board and your emotional side on board with, because sometimes you're not going to feel like doing your goals, but these things can help push you to do them anyways. So that consistency of always checking in with yourself, that consistency of using some of those strategies in order to excel, because the strategies do work when you use them. We just got to make sure that you're tapped in and tuned into your goals and what it is that you want and what your soul's desires are so then you can start using those strategies to actually implement and get those things. So I'm not, disc- I'm not discrediting the strategies. Honestly, like if you pull your phone out and Google SMART goals, that's the filter I use with all of my clients. SMART goals, specific, measurable, attainable, that part's key. Do you believe it's possible? Relevant and realistic, got to be relevant to your long-term life goals and timely. When do you want to start and by when do you want to have it? So using that smart goal filter on all the things that you want really helps you get more strategic with making it happen. So that, that's a part of the consistency. And so letting this be a circular cycle, <laughs> a circular cycle, let this be a cycle of getting what you want because 2019 is your year, baby. You can have anything you want without guilt, without fear. It's all available to you. So save this episode if you need to listen to it again. If you're ever starting to feel unsure about getting the things that you want or if you're not sure that it's possible and you need a little refresher. And if this episode was powerful or impactful or inspirational to you, share it with someone. Share it with someone you think that might need to hear, might need to hear this. Um, and guys, also too, if you love this channel and you like it, uh, it means the world to me when you guys leave comments and you guys subscribe to my to my podcast. It means so much to me. And so I would love and appreciate to hear how any of these episodes have possibly affected you in your life, um, even emailing me. Like, I love to hear your stories. I love to be able to hear what experiences you're having in your life. So I'm Kelsey Lowe, and you are listening to Joyfully You Podcast. I can't wait to share next time. I'm going to be talking more about the TED Talk that I recently did. Um, I'm putting it in the show notes so you guys want to check it out of how to transform grief into growth. And so I was super excited about that. I haven't really shared that much on here about the TEDx, but it went so well, and I was so like blessed to get that opportunity. I'm not going to lie, I was scared. My heart was pounding, my hands were sweating, but I knew in the depths of my soul that that's what I wanted. You know, that's I wanted to be able to share this message, even as scary as it was. So I'll put that in the notes. Um, uh, yeah, I look forward to the next episode, and thanks for tuning in and listening to Joyfully You Podcast. 